Welcome to Breaking Through Business, the podcast where we talk about things that are keeping small business owners from getting traction and what they can do about it. I'm your host, Tabitha Shiver, and I have with us today my guest, Catherine Hunt from Grow Marketing Agency. Catherine, you have been growing this business for nine years. I love what you're doing, and I know you're still in the thick of it, but I wanted to talk with you today about scaling. What has this journey been like from you and see if other business owners can learn from you know, the things you've gone through. So just tell me where you're at in this nine-year journey. When did you start scaling? What have been some of the pitfalls? Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here. The one thing I love to talk about is I love to talk about business. So we are in good company today. That's why we're friends. I know. I know. <laughs> so um, yes, nine years. So nine years walking through the journey of both being a business owner as well as serving other businesses and helping them grow their business. Mm -hmm. And so um, I do own a marketing agency. Um, and the interesting fact, though, is that wasn't really always set up to be that way. And so to talk about my journey, I have to say that my journey is ever changing as a business owner. And I've even found that most companies really when they start out and they and they're and they're walking through this, you know, what they begin, it really starts to take shape um, based on market conditions, based on preferences, growing as a person. And I can definitely mm -hmm. tell you that's been the case for me as well. Absolutely. Me um, as well. So where did you start? What did you like when you started this? What did you think it was going to be? Yeah. And where are you at now? Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> so when I started, first of all, my background is business. Okay. I love business. I love growing businesses. I have a sales background. And so um, I had the privilege of working with some amazing corporate organizations all over the country, really doing some things. And so I started the company to take my passion and my love for growing businesses and actually do it in a way that would allow me to honor my family, mm -hmm. be a mom, be present. I always like to say I did it so I could do library duty. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Um, but so when I really started, it was a lot of consulting. It was a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. It was a lot of individual attention. Um, it was, I spoke, I went all over the country, spoke at uh, different conferences and seminars and really just teaching people best practices. Mm -hmm. My business is based on best practices. Um, you know, I work with a lot of industries, but best practices apply to all industries. And these are those principles, the core principles of growth. Mm -hmm. And so all of of those things are really great. I did a lot of teaching, um, both in-house as well as, again, conference teaching, workshops, things like that. What I found, though, is that, you know, the market started to change. And so about three years into really doing the things that I was doing, I started noticing that my customers were having issues getting people through the doors. Mm -hmm. And so while a lot of in-person training and support and teaching people how to shift once that customer came in was all very relevant, if they had customers coming in. Mm -hmm. And so really that made uh, me look at the whole side of digital marketing. And, and because people's marketing, let me just back up and say this. Effective marketing is really about connecting the most current form of communication to a customer. Okay. So for a business, that's what it's really boiled down to. Mm -hmm. And so people were receiving information differently. And so as a company, I would be doing a disservice. Uh, and, and that's really what I noticed is that I was doing a disservice for people, not addressing the fact that there was this gap between people coming in their doors also. Mm -hmm. And so I really started to take a look at that. And my philosophy for business has always been I hire the best of the best for what they're trained in. Mm -hmm. And we call that operating in their tens. 
Okay. And so um, I, I I started to, again, notice the issue, notice that, yes, you know, from when people get into these doors, you know, we had amazing programs to help people, but, you know, how do we get people in? And and that is understanding the whole framework of digital marketing. And, and so we really started to invest in the infrastructure and the training, utilizing those same best practices that I was telling you about and creating the systems for our customers to really start to control the flow of how people were getting to them. And from there, it's like, you know, years past, obviously COVID happened and that just completely, you know, fast tracked the need for even stronger digital infrastructures. I think for for most people, even untrained, that was when they really started to understand that you, you can't ignore it. Mm-hmm, you know, you can't mm-hmm. ignore it anymore. And so as an organization, we have found that it's really what's important nowadays. And so to take all of the growth concepts and all of the development, as well as understanding the mindfulness of how communication affects receptivity to any message, you know, we've really just, again, grown our team, continue to invest in, you know, amazing talent in order to be able to fill the gaps, which is, you know, high impact marketing. Yeah. So it sounds like you have been able to figure out that you couldn't do it all alone, mm-hmm. that you needed a team. So you had to let go of the vine a little bit, right? Yes. And start start trusting some of these people. But I think you really hit on a key piece. Um, well, two things that you really, that triggered for me there. One, it's the operating in your tens, right? That's that concept of right mm-hmm. people in the right seat. So I would love for you to dive maybe a little bit deeper on how do you make sure that it's the right people um, and then the second piece there that I was thinking about is the systems. And so you talked about systems for your customers, but I'd love to hear about systems within your business too. And how do those two play together mm-hmm. to help with you with scaling? Awesome. Okay. So let's start with people. Okay. I think, uh, first of all, I always say that we're a people business. Okay. I'm a people person. <laughs> if I could, just like we're having Very a conversation, <laughs> just like we're having a conversation today, I would prefer, I love that connection. I, that's what actually motivates me. Which is interesting in the digital marketing yes, space yes. because it feels like you're behind a computer but sometimes. See, and that's what's so also interesting is because I hire people that love people. And mm-hmm. so we understand that there is a person behind that screen. Mm-hmm. And so if you create the marketing, understanding that there's an actual person, then it takes the sort of distance away. So that's actually how we create our strategies. Yeah, which is what I love yeah. about your organization. Yeah. It's not like we're not talking about, oh, it's this number and this click through and mm. this percentage of spend. And right. It's yeah. like, are we driving the right behaviors, which are people mm-hmm. ultimately to get sales? Because yeah. without sales, without that end result, it's pointless. Yeah. Metrics are important, too. We could get on a tangent on that. But <laughs> but let me go back to your question, though, yeah. about just high quality team and operating your 10. And so, first of all, let me say it takes a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. OK, when you're going by yourself and then all of a sudden you're opening your doors, it is a journey. It is not easy. Employees add elements that any business owner can relate to and understand it. It can be difficult. But what I have found is that when it comes to operating your 10 and hiring people, first of all, I always hire people um, 
and I have, and actually, it's it's interesting because in my application, there are some core values that, first of all, I don't care how good you are if you don't have these core values. Integrity being first, mm-hmm. character, servanthood, willingness to work very very hard, mm-hmm. humility, all of those characteristics, first of all, are non negotiables for me. Mm-hmm. And so I will, when I'm speaking to people that might be a fit for our, our team, that is something that I always look for is character. Yeah. Okay, because skill can be taught. Character is something that I don't have time to. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm. I don't have time for that. Yeah. The second part, though, is understanding the skill set. And so I've navigated on the road of of two areas. First of all, I always look for experts in that role. So, for example, our photographer. I hire a professional photographers. You have a full time photographer on our staff. Okay, she is an expert in that. She came on our team with that being her expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having certified Google users and uh, and webmasters and people that are experienced with Google ads, you know, there's certificates, there's formal education that's very, very helpful. But also I like feet on the streets, mm-hmm. demonstration. So I look for all of those things. Okay. And um, ultimately, I look for somebody that's willing to take ownership in an area. And in marketing, I can tell you that things change every single day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we knew last week is not relevant for this week. <laughs> and so... The, the icing on the cake is really when, you know, you have a person that's willing to be a lifelong learner and is committed to being able to better themselves. As a core principle for our company, those are things that have to, those are, those have to be. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I look for somebody that's very, very detailed. Again, there's a lot of attributes that are important to operating your 10, mm-hmm. but again, character skill and the willingness to always continue to go forward is everything to us. Yeah. So we're hearing about the great resignation and like you can't find those people. Do you believe that that's a true statement? Has not been the case for us so far. Um, We do. We we will hire. We will we will be patient with our hiring. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as far as people leaving our company, that's also not true. Um, we really, you know, we strive to have an environment that everybody loves and is excited for. Um, I'm not naive to think that, you know, that will, it will always be a situation where there's a hundred percent match. I mean, we have gone through some turnover in our course of nine years, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a whole, you know, when we really focus on you know, creating that infrastructure um, and making sure those personalities match. I mean, that's that is a part of making sure that the person is a good fit for any organization is to understand, like, how are they going to blend with the current culture? Yeah. Well, one of the things I've seen that I think you do really well is you create these amazing experiences and you are engaging all of your employees in those experiences. So I was at a trade show that you were at and it wasn't like Catherine standing behind a booth. It was Catherine's team performing this service and they were all involved and engaged and wearing mm-hmm. the shirts. And you could tell that it was like, those are the kind of amazing experiences you create for your customers. And you took that internally and you said, how do we apply that even in what we're doing? So has that had an impact on your business or, you know, ha- talk to me about that experience a little bit? Well, so um, creating experiences, I first of all, I'm not 100% for sure um, the best way to take this example. But what I will tell you is that we are connected. So even in a digital realm, we have to be connected. Mm -hmm. You know, employees, and I don't believe in like, um, you know, being above. In fact, actually, I want to share this. So one of the things I, I, I swore to myself that I would do as a business owner is I never wanted to get too distant 
from the ground. Okay. That was very important to me that I did not want to be ever like as far as we grew. And and that's the case. Hold me accountable for that. You know, <laughs> well, <do>. yeah. <laughs> ask me about that next year and the year after. But the reality is that I have always felt like as a team, an organization is the strongest when, you know, any type of senior leadership is, you know, as connected to what's going on in the ground. And so we do create experiences together. Here's an example. Every single Monday at nine o'clock, our whole entire team gets together and we start talking about our clients individually. We connect as an organization. Everything from what's happened on the weekends, we got a couple people getting married this upcoming month at our fun. team. Oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and then we also do and we invest in training. So in that particular example of the event that you're talking about, mm-hmm. What you didn't see was the preparation that came from that, mm-hmm. which was the clear guidance and understanding. And so I have a team of people that want to and they strive to do good because they care because they see the impact that we're doing for people. I mean, that's the thing is like when you're when you're helping people you and you see the value in what you're doing, you want to do you want to be out there. Yeah, yeah. But you put like I think, again, the thing like you just you're kind of touching on it i think there was a process behind it though like mm-hmm. you had this desire and you but then you had the conversation with the team to say this is the process we're going to follow though because this is the experience we want to create so you're never days are loose about it you're very mm-hmm. systematic about creating that process yes and let me tell you why so without a process you have the inability to level up, mm-hmm. okay? And so, for example, if we had gone into that show and we did not have a process and that show did not go the way that we wanted to or the way we thought, we would never have a basis for improving what we do. And yeah. because we always want to improve what we do, we do create those processes. Do We use all of the tools that we have in order to take sometimes our best guess, sometimes we know, and we go in on it saying, okay, this is what we're going to be doing. And then we always have a debrief. Yeah. Always. Well, it reminds me of like the scientific method, right? When you mm-hmm. were a kid, like have only mm-hmm. have one variable so that you know, like, yes. was it because we changed this or because we changed that? And I think you're really good about um, being systematic and, and logical about that as well. So, yeah. Um, so any other big gotchas that you want to share in terms of like your scaling experience that you just want to help protect other business owners from having to go through? Yes. Yes. Okay. I do. I got, I got one for you. Okay. <laughs> So we um, we have been growing, and I'm so excited because as we grow as an organization, that just means that we're helping more businesses, and I love it. That's what again, that's what drives us. Well, in our um, amazing growth that we have had, we have uh, probably tripled our size in terms of employees, you know, in the last year. And what that really uncovered is any area that we didn't have those processes, any mm-hmm. area that we may have had an okay structure, but not a good structure or a solid foundation, ultimately what this growth really uncovered is those breaks and those weaknesses. And so, man, we were running. We were running hard and we were doing things. And, and again, I have a, such an amazing team. Like we we were doing it. But ultimately, as a leader, I, I was seeing these things and even feeling it in my own self. Like, man, I'm busting out 60 hours a week. I'm not resting. I'm not finding, you know, the joy was starting to go away. Mm-hmm. And so we, we decided to take a step back. And I mean, we had some real lofty goals and I, I'm not a person that likes to like say no to goals or like scale back on goals. And that's not in my nature. 
But re- the reality came to be where, um, you know, in this process of scaling and, and seeing where the weaknesses were happening, we ultimately had a jumping off point. And that jumping off point was either A, move forward, hope we would do okay. We would certainly lose employees. We would certainly lose sanity. Mm-hmm. And likely we would diminish our ability to serve as good as we were or B, step back and start to work on the foundation. And so that's what we've been doing the last, you know, six, nine months is that we really did. We we were scaling forward and now we're scaling back. We're strengthening and um, we're really moving forward and we're looking at it in a full, like all eyes open, Mm -hmm. you know, what's duplicated, what's, you know, what are we doing that we could improve our operational efficiency? What are areas that we don't have a process and are, you know, that is so clearly outlined to make sure that we're always staying in our lane and there's a consistency in always what we're doing. And so, ooh, baby, (laughs) if you're thinking about scaling, that's the first area you need to start looking at is look at your processes, look and see what, you know, how is your infrastructure? Because, you know, without a strong foundation, it's going to be bad. It's going to hurt. And, you know, I don't know this for sure. Maybe you probably would be able to touch on this, but I would imagine a lot of companies break at that point. And yeah. we all just have too much, you know, we have too much at stake. It's, let's, yeah. you know. Well, and like, you know, I do EOS. And so we talk about that every business owner is dealing with 136 issues at any given time. And if you can strengthen these six key components, it's putting that foundation in place. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think, you know, the story you just told is such a testament to your leadership. And that's why you have such an amazing company. So first of all, kudos to you for that. Um, you. Second of all, like I get just I feel the passion for what you do. And I know that that's coming through in all of the work you do for your clients. So I do want to give you an opportunity to share if anybody is interested interested in learning more about Grow Marketing Agency, um, your digital marketing services, how could they best get a hold of you or engage with you? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. So first of all, growingsales.com, pretty easy to find us. Mm-hmm. So that's our domain. Um, I you know, definitely encourage you to take a look around to see some of the things that we're doing. But the bottom line is this, is that if you have a question, if you are wondering if, if we would be a good fit for your business, I'd love to talk to you. And so um, you know, we'd set up a time and really just take a deep dive. It's two people having a conversation, getting to know each other. And and from there, you know, we would we would be able to talk about the growth strategies that are relevant to you. Um, no two businesses are the same. And so that's our process. Um, You know, we just it's like two friends having a conversation and let's just connect to see what would be the right fit. Yeah. And that was very much my experience. And I've been incredibly happy with the whole experience. So again, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, for being vulnerable. Um, You know, I guess the big key takeaway here is slow is fast and fast is smooth. So congratulations (laughs) to you on on slowing down. And um, I'm excited to see where you're going to go from here. So Thank you. And uh, I want to just remind everybody, our next podcast is going to be with Steve Denny of Innovative Business Advisors. And we're going to talk about business valuations and things that you need to know about selling your business. So make sure to join us for that. And again, as always, it's Catherine, just such a pleasure to spend time with you. Thank you so much, Tabitha. It's been amazing as well. This has been Breaking Through Biz with Tabitha Shever, and I just want to give a thank you to Family Vision Media and Dave Powell for helping us to produce this podcast. Plus, Delta is committed to helping your small business get your operations in order and to drive positive change. To learn more about Plus Delta services or EOS, go to plusdelta.com. Until next time, happy changing, everyone.